Welcome to the IT Career Guy Coaching Show. Helping you launch your new technology career, guiding you as a new leader, or becoming your own boss. Inspiring you to succeed. Welcome, everybody, to another IT Career Guy Coaching Show. This is episode 11, Acing the Interview. Now, before we get started, if you feel that you need help with anything I'm covering in today's podcast, reach out to me through my website at itcareerguy.com contact. Tell me what you're struggling with, and I'll answer you. So set up some time with me, some one-on-one coaching, so I can help you with your interviewing, your resumes, your LinkedIn profiles, whatever the case may be, I'm here to help you. So now let's get on with the show, acing the interview. So for the most part, when you're going out for a technical job in IT, there are three interview stages. There's the over the phone with the recruiter that's basically just vetting you to make sure you're a good fit for the job description. There's the technical interview, which can be held either over the phone or in person. Most of the time, it's in person. And then there's the management interview. That's where you have a either the, a group of managers, team that you'd be working with, all in the room to kind of get to know you, who you are, your personality, and how, see how you would fit culturally. So let me go over these a little bit better with you step by step. The over the phone basic interview by the recruiter. Now this is just the recruiter making sure that they've picked the right person out of the stack of resumes and applications that they received. They're going to ask you some very basic questions that you've probably read a hundred times over the you know on any blog post or whatever about, you know, what would you do in case of A or B or C or D, depending on the type of interview it is, whether you're going out for a desktop technician, a network engineer, etc., that kind of thing. They're going to have some canned basic technical questions, and maybe even a few cultural questions. No problem. You should be 100% ready for this if you've done anything I've told you to do in the, in the previous podcast. Piece of cake. The technical interview. Again, this could be either over the phone or in person. It all depends on the people's schedules and their methodologies, right? A lot of times they want you in there. They want to meet you right up front and vet you, or maybe uh, sometimes the availability is not that great. People who are working in the industry are really busy, and they would just assume have a phone interview. Either way, this is the moment that you must be prepared for. The technical interview in IT obviously is the most important one. You're not necessarily going to be meeting with the manager, the hiring manager. You may, but 100% sure you're going to be meeting with someone who has a lot to say about whether or not you get the job. Make sure you know your stuff. Again, if you listen to my podcast or visit my website and and read any of my materials, you'll be ready. But this is where you need to prepare for the specific job. Make sure you know the organization that you're interviewing with. Do all the research you possibly can. Make sure you know what the job requirements are. Study up. To go into this more thoroughly, as they're asking you questions, the kind of questions that they're going to be throwing at you are mostly technical questions. They're going to want to know how you are, how you handle certain situations, etc., which are more about your personality. But mostly it's, are you qualified to do the job? So what you really need to be able to do here is give examples of what you've done in the past that match up to the job requirements. You don't want to be relegated just to giving textbook answers. Especially technical people will sniff out the textbook answers and you will fall to the bottom of the list. You will lose credibility. You want to give examples of what you've done in the past that match the technical requirement of the job. For example, the interviewer will ask you a question like, you know, how do you configure DNS on a Microsoft server? As just an example, it's pretty basic. You don't want to give the technical step-by-step 
answer that's in the book. What you really want to be able to answer with is, well, I've built many Windows DNS servers over my time, and this is how I've done it. You set them up, you know, in this architecture, in this, in these scenarios, with these requirements, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You really want to relate it to a time that you've done the work. Now, this is where it gets a little gray on truth versus perception. Okay, you want to be truthful, but you don't want to. If you've only configured a Windows DNS server in your lab at home. You, that's not what you don't want to say that to them, right? You, what you want to say is, I've configured Windows servers in the past and this is how I did it. You don't have to tell them the context of where you built that server. You know, if you've done it in the past for large organizations or for other organizations, great. Be free to embellish. But if you've only done it in a very limited lab oriented style or setup, yeah, you just leave that out. Just say, I've done it in the past and this is how I did it. That way they know you have experience of doing it. That's the most important thing is that you have experience at performing those functions. That's just one example. They'll go through a list of 10 or 12 questions with you, maybe more, I doubt it. Depends on how you answer. You know, Some people say, well, the more questions they ask, the more likely they are interested in you. And others say, well, the more questions they ask, it's because they're trying to dig and trying to you know, find out what you are good at because you failed on some other questions. It all depends on who you're interviewing with. Some people really like to dig down and nitpick a lot on the technical questions because that's what they know and they have a lot of biases towards that. Others will get a good feeling for what you know technically fairly quick. If they're a good interviewer, it won't take them very many questions to understand that you are qualified for the job or not. And what you'll find in those situations is that the interview will turn out to be mostly about you know, what you like to do in your off time or what's your approach on certain things when it comes to creating a network or whatever the case may be. All right, so going on from the technical interview, let's, you aced it now. You've done your homework. You understand how to answer those technical questions by imparting your experience in there more than the textbooks, textbook answers. Now you pass on to the manager's interview. Now this is where you will definitely, 99% of the time, be in front of everybody. You may have three to six, who knows, people in the conference room with you or whatever, the meeting room with you. Pressure's on. And there, you may still get a few technical questions because the, there might be somebody in there that didn't get a chance to ask you any technical questions in the previous interview, or the same person who gave you the technical interview may have a few follow-up questions for you. Either way, you're in a great place. Relax. You've got this far. You're doing great. You're going to knock it out of the ballpark. Now, this is where you come into play. This What they are really wanting to do in this management interview or whatever you want to call it, they want to know you, who you are, and whether or not you're a fit for the organization. How do you fit within the culture? It really helps to understand the culture first before you really you know, go into this interview. Find some people within the, the organization. Understand how the organization runs, whether it's laid back, whether it's you know extremely professional. Everybody shows up with a suit and tie every day. You can tell that just by walking into the room anyway and looking around at how everybody's dressed and how they hold themselves. Be very astute to understanding people's personalities. I covered this way back in some of the uh, very beginning podcasts that I've that I've recorded here about understanding personalities, not only your own but others. This is where that's really going to come into play. Read the room, read the people in the room immediately, but relax and be yourself. Because guess what? Long term, that's who you're going to be, and these are the people you're going to be working with. They need to know who you are right up front, so there are no misgivings going forward. So how do you show up to the interview? You know, some people say it's just a help desk job. You don't need to be in a suit. 
You don't need a suit and tie. You just come in business casual, you'll be fine, or jeans and a nice shirt. I say, screw that. You show up looking your best, well-groomed. If you have a big shaggy beard, groom it. Don't shave it because that's you, who you are, right? That, uh, that beard is part of you. Just groom it. Look professional. Look neat and clean, right? You want to maintain a confident, relaxed manner in a professional way. Some more helpful hints. If you're not 100% sure of where you're going for the, for the interview, if you're not familiar with this, with the location, etc., you've probably heard this before. Go there the night before, the day before. Get to know the area. Know exactly where you'll be parking. Know exactly the entrance into the building you'll be going into. That way, you'll know exactly how much time it takes you to get from your house to the place you're going to be giving the interview or, t- or getting the interview. And you'll be a lot more relaxed when you get up that morning and go into the interview. You're going to give yourself plenty of time to get there. It doesn't matter if you set out in the car for an extra five or ten minutes. Who cares? Show up 15 minutes early. Walk in the door. 10 minutes early, not too early, okay? You get there too early, 30 minutes or so, people are going to get annoyed with that because they're busy. They have schedules. You're in their schedule for this block of time. They don't want to talk to you any earlier or any later, all right? Keep in mind, it's nothing personal. They're meeting with a lot of people about this job. You're just one of them at this point. So get there early, about 10 to 15 minutes, relax, breathe, walk in the front door, sign in, tell, you know, remember, know who you're supposed to be meeting with. This is kind of important. I found out in the past, you need to know who you're meeting with. All right. Their new names to you. You not, you don't quite know who they are, their position, et cetera. You just have a name and it's hard to remember sometimes. Make sure as part of your homework that you memorize who you're meeting with, who, who your point of contact is when you walk in that front door. This will help you when you go into the interview to be more relaxed about who you're meeting with. It shows to the other people that you are have done your homework and you're professional by the way that you present yourself and introduce yourself and how confident you are of knowing who you're meeting with. If you walk in and say, well, I'm meeting with, uh, I can't remember their name. Well, guess what? You may be just talking to the front admin, but you don't know. That admin may be part of the interview. You have no idea. If you walk in and say, I'm meeting with um, Tom such and such. I can't remember Tom's last name. And it was really Tim Smith. And you couldn't remember the name. That admin is going to relay that information on. Or that, or Tim Smith is going to ask the admin, hey, how did they come in? What was your thoughts? The admin will give the, the interviewee, you know, t- Tim, their first impression of you. Very important. Showtime starts as you walk into that door. I even say showtime starts with your vehicle out in the parking lot. It doesn't matter what you drive. Make sure it's clean and orderly. Okay, You just don't know what, how this interview is going to go. Make sure that you present yourself in a very clean, professional manner from, the, from your vehicle to yourself to the way you walk in that door. Extremely important. I know I've harped on that a lot. Some more helpful hints. Take at least two extra resumes. Now, I'm not asking you to take a whole package of them, but take a couple of extra resumes. Make sure they're paper clipped together or stapled together so you can easily hand them out without having to sort through papers. But two is a good number. Bring in a, a little organizer or notepad. Stick the resumes in there. Uh, you may want to take notes. You know that's fine. It's no, there's no big deal. Uh, taking notes are, is fine. I normally don't myself. I normally, and, and sometimes I regret it because I forget some things that they say. Note taking can take away from the interview. It can be distracting. So make if you are wanting to take some notes or have your questions lined out, which I don't really recommend. Make sure you just you casually take notes and you don't concentrate on your notes. Concentrate on the people in front of you. Don't be looking down and taking a lot of notes. Concentrate on your listening skills here and understand what people are saying. Again, some more preparatory 
hints and tips here. Make a set of questions about the organization before the interview. Study the organization that you're interviewing with. If you can, study the people who you're meeting with. Sometimes you'll get to, you'll know exactly who you're meeting with. You'll have, you know, three or four people uh, and their names. You can look them up on LinkedIn and you can do a little bit of research on them, what their roles are. So you, when you go in there, everybody will introduce themselves, but you'll already know that information. And so it just reinforces it into you and you'll be more confident and comfortable with who you're speaking with. You don't have to be worried about remembering all these different things coming your way, and it's going to come through the interview pro, uh, in, through the interview that you're confident and comfortable because you have already done your homework and you know everybody that you're talking to already. You don't have to worry about concentrating on remembering everything. You can concentrate on your questions that you want to ask the, uh, of the people about the organization and the job, and you can also concentrate on your answers that they'll be throwing your way. Have a what-I-can-do-for-you pitch. The biggest thing, and this is on your resume as well, that you can do to communicate how you are qualified for the job is explain to the people in as short of an answer as possible. It is your what I can do for you pitch. You know, once you understand a little bit about the organization and the job and how you'll be working, you want to be able to take your pitch that you've already created, what you can do for the organization, and kind of tailor it a little bit on the fly here during the interview. So when they say, what can you bring to, to the table? You'll be ready for that question. That's probably the most important question of the entire interview. What can you bring to the table? And you can say, well, I have extensive experience in doing these things, and I know how to work with the customer and working through the solutions. I have a track record of solving people's problems as quickly in a very short time frame. I improve the customer experience for the organization. I can improve the customer satisfaction scores for you by my level of customer service. You know, that kind of thing. Obviously, I just made that up on the fly, but it goes like that. You want to tell them or communicate to your interviewers on what you can do for them and how you can make them look good or how you can help them reach their goals. Now, to wrap it all up, some helpful tips, okay? Actually, there's only a couple here I got. Number one is practice. Practice your interviewing skills. Practice and research the organization and the people that you're going to be interviewing with. Practice, practice, practice. Never wing it. Don't say, don't go in there because you've been working in the industry for a couple of years and you think you know the job. You know it down, you have it down pat, and maybe you do, but guess what? You don't know that organization. You don't know those people you're about to meet with. Don't take anything for granted. Practice, practice, practice. Now, my second tip here, get help to stage a mock interview. Right? You want to do practice interviews and you want to get help from somebody who knows what the heck they're talking about. So what you want to do is find somebody that you trust, that you know has the experience, you know, hiring people in a technical position or in IT, give them the job description, let them create their own questions, and then set up a time to interview with them. This is priceless, okay? If you can find somebody, if you have somebody that you can do this with, great. If not, hey, guess what? I'm here. I can do it for you as well. I can help you practice your interviews. All you got to do is go to my website, itcareerguy.com, reach out to me, set up some time with me. I'll take a look at your job description, the job that you're going after, and I can create some interview questions for you, and I can even go over that interview with you. I can interview you in any of those three stages I was, I was talking about earlier, the recruiter stage, you know, the basic interview, the technical interview, and the management interview. I'm here to help you. All you got to do is reach out. So if there's anything, any questions at all that you have about this podcast, I know it's kind of all over the place, but it's all great information. These are things you need to be able to do. 
in order to ace the interview and get hired in IT. So please reach out to me. Ask me questions. I would love to hear from you. ITCareerGuy.com. So until next time, live life with a purpose.